Pinball Podcast Network. Hi. Uh, just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything. Nothing to be worried about. The Explosive Output Podcast. It's that poop again. Welcome to the Explosive Output Podcast. Yeah, that's it was a, it was you too. That's intriguing. Yeah, I already f- I fully admitted to it. This is not a sneak attack. I left the room, came back with a smile on my face. <laughs> Something you said you're welcome, end. by the way, when you when you walked in. <laughs> Something followed you in. Yes, it wasn't it wasn't my fault. It followed me. So if uh, Fish and I are a little groggy today, it's because uh, it's not yeah. our brand. Blame uh, it on the rain. <laughs> it's Matt Harrison, Scott Fish, and John Tuvey. We're going to go over Week 15 in the Power Rankings. Um, let's just dive right into it because uh, I I like diving headfirst into very deep pools, and this is a deep pool of games right here. The Broncos beat the Colts in the Battle of the Horses on Thursday night. Nice uh, unis, though. Yeah, the, I, I do like the uh, the old D with the oh, yeah. smoking horse nose. <laughs> you like old D? Yeah, I like old D. <laughs> I'm a big fan of old D. <laughs> oh. and, and smoke coming out of it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Broke Osweiler looked pretty good in that game for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it was just the Colts are that bad. The Colts are that bad. Yeah. On defense, especially. And we had a couple Saturday games. The Lions uh, showed up and kept their playoff hopes alive by uh, beating the Bears at home, which was kind of expected. Thought they'd do a little bit more in this game to uh, really put it away, but just kind of cruised along, got a big 20-3 to lead, and just uh, put it on autopilot and – Mitch Trubisky first 300 yard game. Write it down for the for the annals of the of NFL history. The annals or the annals. <laughs> what happened to that running game? Is it just because their line is all kinds of beat up? Uh, no it's Kyle Long. It's and... because I started Jordan Howard. Yeah, of course. And in the weeks where I don't start Jordan Howard, he goes bonkers. <laughs> and yeah, he's the complete reverse of everything that uh, he should be. He's Costanza. Yeah. You want Costanza Howard? Speaking of the reverse, we must just might as well move to the next game. Yeah. Chiefs beat the Chargers 30-13. to 13. I think we all thought that this was going to go the other way, being how the, how the Chiefs had been playing coming into this game and how the Chargers had been playing coming into this game. Kind of a letdown for them. What, uh, what do you make of them switching play-calling duties and all of a sudden Kareem Hunt relevant again? Well, yeah, feed him <laughs> the ball. Shocking development. Hey, we got this guy. He's real good. Let's give him the football. So it's interesting, though. Like, if you're Andy Reid and things start going really bad and you go, okay, I'm going to give up play calling duties, and somebody else gets play calling abilities, and all of a sudden their offense wakes up and Kareem Hunt is is relevant again, does that make it look bad for you? Like, if, if I'm the GM, do I go – all right, this guy sucks. I'm gonna fire him. <laughs> like, obviously, he's he's not good at his job. And well, the the converse would be he keeps doing what he's doing and gets fired because they start whatever and and oh, and then fall apart and make don't make the playoffs. Yeah, the ship gets righted. The coordinator moves on. He gets to train another guy in. At least he didn't hand the play calling duties off to Brad Childress. I mean, that I think right there, that's a mm-hmm. top level executive decision. <laughs> Chiefs eight and six. Uh, looks like they're in the driver's seat to uh, probably get the four seed. 
I believe Jacksonville, New England, and Pittsburgh all have the one, two, and three seeds locked up. I don't. I don't think you count the Chargers out of a wild card spot. That's for sure. They they still they still frighten me with those uh, with that pass rush and those cornerbacks. You know, even though they maybe didn't. Well, they're gonna have to stop the run. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they did. They did not do that uh, on Saturday, and and that cost them. Mm-hmm. And Philip Rivers started throwing picks again, which is old Philip Rivers, and we'd rather the the new and improved Philip Rivers return if if you want to ride the Chargers into the deeper into the playoffs. The old Philip Rivers. Kind of like the old D. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know anything more about Keenan Allen at this point? It sounded like, I mean, it did not It did not sound good after the game. I, I guess I haven't followed up on it since then, but uh, it sounded like he was having trouble breathing, which would suggest maybe some sort of rib-type injury. They thought it was his back, yeah. too, so I, I don't even know. I guess I guess we'll find out later. You it's, can it's early break Monday a rib morning. around the back, can't you? Well, maybe it's a transverse process. That's the, isn't that the injury that's all the rage? <laughs> Two-week two injury? Fun. All the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills are currently in the playoffs right now. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Despite <laughs> their best efforts to sabotage. <laughs> it's major leagues moved slightly that, north that and won't east. take long the bills and the titans are just not good enough well so the bills the rest of the way they have the dolphins again in week 17 i believe i'm pulling it up right now which where do you think jay cutler's head's gonna be in week 17 uh probably on the beach and the, 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 they're they are at the patriots next week so their their last two games are away games so at new england i don't think they have a chance in a snowball's chance in Buffalo to to win that one, and then Miami. They'll win that. I mean, they'll be nine and seven. Yeah, that, that, that might chip in a chair the right there. Yeah. So, Tyrod Taylor doesn't scare me as much as other quarterbacks, but he he is scary. That mm-hmm. that defense is they've they've kind of systematically gutted it, and yeah, I don't know that there'll be enough left to to make anybody. Either way, they'll afraid. just be a sacrificial bill going yep. into the playoffs if if they do make it, and I don't know if that's worth it. But we'll get at least one more week of Bill's tailgating video. I, I thought I thought the <laughs> well, Dolphins no, they're they're away games, so oh, they'll travel. They'll, they'll, they they'll, travel well. They'll bring the tables and the fire with them. <laughs> I thought the Dolphins legitimately had a shot to win that game, and then Cutler threw that interception. Well, he's Jay Cutler. Yeah, he's busy smoking on the side. He had his. Why can't he do that every week game last week? Mm-hmm. Now we're getting the infuriatingly frustrating Cutler. So did I, I think I read the stat that Tom Brady is 7-9 and nine in Miami. Yes. Like, he, it, that's his house of horrors. He just he just can't win in Miami or they overlook it or schedule-wise it just doesn't. It's happened they, several they don't, times. They don't I care remember. about the game yeah. in Miami. I wonder if. Uh, you know, has Giselle got something going on down there? Does he spend more time with her? I mean, I, it's got to be some sort of off the field distraction. Can he not get his his you know special protein powder that he promotes shipped down? I mean, there's there's something in Miami that maybe he's got like a yacht down there and he spends a lot of well, with time the Giants doing some receivers. Yacht rock. I bet that's yeah, it. that's yeah. probably yeah. it. Panthers. Uh, Knock the Packers out of the playoffs pretty much. I believe tonight's uh, Falcons game could decide that for sure. If Atlanta wins, uh, Green Bay is completely out of the playoffs. Uh, Aaron Rodgers returned in this game. Uh, Looked shaky but good, I think is fair. Mm -hmm. Um, Drove them down to about the 28-yard line, completed a pass to Geronimo Allison, 
And then Geronimo Allison said Geronimo to the ball <laughs> and uh, let the Panthers pick it up. So so what do you think of this take as far as the Packers? Rodgers came back, and they went away from what worked while Hundley was in. I mean, where, where was any semblance of the running game? Did, did Carolina – I didn't – you know, I was flipping back and forth, obviously, with the Vikings. Did Carolina just completely take the running game away, or did Aaron Rodgers just show up and say, I'm not here we to don't hand run off? The ball. Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't run the ball on my team. Yeah, that was that – was, it's just – it's crazy how much better Aaron Jones is at running the ball than Jamal Williams. And they give Jamal 10 carries. He's still way under four yards per carry on the season, and Aaron Jones is well over four. He, he went three for 47 this, this week. Uh, That's well over of, four. I don't yeah, even need yeah, to do the math. On yeah, that. but they're they're just. <laughs> I think if you if they would have given him thirty carries, he would have had four hundred and seventy yards. That That's would math. have been a record. That's wow. math. Right Thank there. you. Yes, <laughs> but uh, uh, I heard someone say it was either last night or this morning that they may, may have been a little too mesmerized by Rogers coming back, where they were they're more of a complete team. They don't need to depend on Aaron Rodgers. Wait, if they would have run the ball more. The Packers are more of a complete team. Balanced. They're not great. They're balanced? Great. No. But they run better than people think. And if they had ran the ball more in this game, they might have been able to win this. Okay. Instead, they depended on Rodgers' arm for 45 passes, and he threw three picks. This super complete team or balanced team or whatever you want to call it. I'm not saying it's super When Rodgers was gone, they beat the Browns. In overtime, they beat the Bucks in overtime, and they beat the Bears by seven. And that's uh, all they did. They lost to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They got blanked yep. by Baltimore. They lost to Detroit badly. They lost to the Saints at home badly. It was it was Michael Lombardi. Now that I think about it, uh, um, they're what, not they're not a balanced team. They're, is they're that they a, can run better than this. They they can run better than just giving Aaron Jones three carries and Jamal Williams ten carries. They could have given them 15, 20, and, and run out more clock and not had to depend on Aaron Rodgers' arm, who underthrew several passes, three of them for picks. So I think what you're, what you're trying to say is even the Packers just said, hey, Aaron Rodgers is back. He's going to win this game for us, as opposed to... <clears throat> yeah, that's my point, yeah. that they, yep. they just yep. completely depended on Aaron Rodgers, whereas... On board. They sh- I guess what I should have said is they should have tried to be more balanced so, because other parts of their team learned how to play. In your mind, if Brett Hundley would, would have been the starter, would it have Not been the same result? <laughs> Not oh. a chance. Would it have been I'm much saying, worse? I'm saying... Would it have been better? I'm saying you add the, the running game that Aaron Jones had for some games and Jamal Williams had some from, from some games with... A, a little bit more limited than 45 passes Aaron Rodgers. Here's here's the analogy I think that it will clear it up for fish. So with Brett Hundley, you got a burger, and it's like yeah, it's like a, a – Brett the Burger Hundley. Brett the Burger Hundley. It's like a McDonald's burger. It's, you know, it's filling sometimes at the right time. But now you got Aaron Rodgers comes in, and he's – He's more of like a, a flame broiled, uh, like the red cow burger, red cow burger, yeah. big, thick, mm. and and if they would only, you know, they added plenty of lettuce and tomato and onion on. Oh, so the Aaron br- Jones is like lettuce, exactly. And Jamal Williams is like. Now you want to put like, that on this burger as Jamal well, Williams unless you're pickles. fish, then you don't want pickles. Ooh. No, <laughs> we don't want pickles. That, that'll throw fish out. Actually, any of this stuff on the burger, but you know, they've it, it's good, it's better than with Hunley, but all this other stuff. Could still be added in. Mm. I like it. I like it. All right. 
<laughs> yeah, I was getting I, close to lunch. I wasn't That's saying they were like a complete team, like no. like the Saints or something. <laughs> I'm saying that they have other parts that had been working that they chose to completely ignore. They also got to stop putting Clay Matthews in the same room in the room next to Aaron Rodgers so we can get his sleep. Yeah, my point though, though, Fish was those parts were working because they were playing Cleveland and Tampa. Aaron Jones, five point six yards per carry. Jamal Jamal Williams, three point six. Okay, but Why those, are they those the parts ball? were working because <laughs> yeah. Cleveland and Tampa. Yeah. Not because that's, the Packers are good possible. at anything. That's uh, possible. Uh, but Cleveland is, what, rated number one in the NFL against the run right now? No. Three point, they're not. 3.2 they, yards fallen, per carry? They've fallen off badly. Because they, they stopped Alex Collins. No, wait, that was Joe Flacco that stopped yeah. Alex Collins. Joe Flacco is just unbelievable. Y- yards per carry, they're number one in the NFL. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, Ravens. And Joe Flacco mm-hmm. beat nice, those Browns. Nice transition. Good, good segue yeah. there, Mr. Tooby. Um, this one wasn't close. No. Nope. Moving on. The Ravens are still <laughs> in, in playoff contention. They're pretty good. Good for them. Browns going on 16. Wait, are the Ravens pretty good? They, they seem okay. Seem okay. <laughs> seem okay. They, they, they went toe-to-toe with Pittsburgh just like the Patriots did. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe the Patriots aren't that good, or Pittsburgh's not that good. Maybe they're. All, maybe if they're in the NFC, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. That's Who right. Knows? That's um, a good point. <laughs> the the Browns. That was their last home game, so their last two are on the road. They get at Chicago. Oh, that's the chance. Saying there's a chance. There's a chance right there. Then at Pittsburgh to close oh, out the season. It's too bad they don't play at Detroit. That would have been fun. You could get all the guys from the 016 Detroit <laughs> team. You know, with champagne, ready champagne. to pop the cork. Oh yeah. I hope the Browns win one. I kind of want them to win one. Do, would you rather see an 0 16 team, or are you kind of pulling for the Browns? I I kind of pull. You know, as a long suffering Vikings fan, I, I get the suffering, and it's never been at this level, and so I feel bad for Browns fans. So I defer to Browns fans if they want to make sure they lock up that number one pick. I'm pretty sure they got they the number one got pick on lockdown. Get a win, you know. It, it, Avoid they, they're history. Not, they're not going to win two. Okay. <laughs> what if the Steelers are? Well, I guess the Steelers will still have Steelers to fight for home field. Steelers will probably be playing for seeding. So, but yeah, the Giants. Uh, Giants are at two wins. Everybody else is at three or four. So, the Browns have either the one or two pick locked right. up, but probably the one. Uh, we we spent way too much time on that. Yeah, Forty-five yep. to seven Jaguars over the Texans. Blake. Who needs Leonard Fournette when you got Blake Bortles? Nobody. Who needs Allen Robinson when you've got Jalen Mickens and Yeah, exactly. And who's the other? Is it uh, Keelan, Keelan, Keelan Cole? Cole? Had a huge game. And Didi West. Oh, God. Yeah, he did not pan out this week. That was a bummer. Yeah. I was very heavily oh. invested in Didi West yeah, so around I. the world. Not alone. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, by the way, he should be your 101 or 102 every everywhere next year. Really? Ant- Antonio Brown, sure, but after that. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think there's so many good runners that are just at the upper that's, upper that's, crust of the tier. That's there. my thing. There's so many good runners. You know, I I man, it would it would be really hard for me to stomach not taking Le'Veon Bell or Zeke or Gurley or Todd Gurley at this or, point. Or I mean, David Johnson's going to be in the bounce back here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's going to be just a, think. Deshaun, I mean, he's quarterback proof. He's he's everything except Brock Osweiler proof. Yeah, that's Hopkins true. I'm just Osweiler is the only thing that can kill him. 
It's his kryptonite. Yep. <laughs> I'm imagining him with a full year of, of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson next oh, year. Oh, man. Now I am you know, excited. Charge had it. the uh, five tough question on the radio show this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in the middle of the first round. Should you take Hopkins and wrap around in round two and take Watson? I think round well, two is really aggressive to Watson. There. Yeah, that's. Uh, you won't. I rarely, almost never take a quarterback in single digit rounds at all. In single digit rounds. He yeah. often doesn't take a quarterback. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's true. I He'll pick one up on the waiver wire. Sometimes I will not draft a quarterback, and I'll just pick one up before the start of the season. He's a true throwback. He just wants to run the wildcat. Boom. Hand it off to the running back every time. Another blowout, 34-7 Vikings. Uh, the, the best part of this game was uh, the return of Teddy Bridgewater to the field who instantly threw an interception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two drops. <laughs> he threw two passes. Two were credited as drops and interceptions. Yeah. So uh, it was a nice moment for, for the home fan base here, uh, seeing Teddy come out. The I was listening to it on the radio at the time, and, and Paul Allen stepped aside and let the crowd do the talking. Nice. Which was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. 89% at the two seed now. 89% chance at the two seed. Yeah, they need a whole bunch of bad stuff to happen to the Saints and good stuff to happen to the Panthers for them to lose out on that. Yeah, the, Sa- yeah, the Saints can win out and will still get the uh, two, two seed as long as if Carolina trips up, up once. Yeah. Yep. We can uh, go one and one, and and the Saints can win out, the Rams can win out, and we'll still be the two seed. All right. So that sounds nice. good. Um, let's talk about those Saints. That that uh, that game with the Jets was closer than the score indicates. That they won thirty-one nineteen, but the Jets were an onside kick recovery away from maybe making this interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was twenty-four nineteen at the time. Uh, Saints recover, and then Mark Ingram just. Pops a, Pops a 50 yarder off, and uh, there we go. Uh, what NFC team is the most scary? Like, wh- which NFC team do you think has the best chance of, like, winning the Super Bowl? Is it the Saints? Is it the Vikings? Saints or Rams, probably. I don't like the Saints defense as much. I, mm, you think You think the it, Rams have a legitimate chance of winning the Super Bowl? I think anyone in the NFC does, honestly. I, not the Seahawks or Falcons, but I think the Saints, the Rams, the Vikings, and Eagles, all even the Panthers, all have legit Super Bowl winning chances. And don't for, don't sleep on Atlanta, who's sitting see, I, in the sixth seed. Right I have now. them just outside the the okay. Falcons, and I, I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. But well, another team in the NFC that's uh, if they got there, they'd probably just choke anyway. So. Wow, uh, a, a team in the NFC that's in control of their destiny, and almost lost to a New York team. How was that for a segue? Boom. The Eagles and the Giants, uh, 34-29. Uh, Eli had them driving at the end. They had a two-touchdown lead at, at one point in this game, uh, and Eli had them down to the, I believe, 11-yard line with, mm-hmm. a, with a handful of seconds to go. Did not work out for the Giants in the comeback, but uh, Nick Foles with four touchdown passes in this game. Yeah. I, I so much for easing him in. I, I thought they'd lean a little bit more on that running game, and they just turned Nick Foles loose. Of course, it was against the Giants. So That's true. It's a little bit like throwing skeleton seven on seven. Or the Giants were ahead for a good amount of that game, though. Yeah, it felt it felt like I I don't know for sure. Yeah, I can yes. see it. Even at twenty three twenty one, they were still ahead. Uh, 
Yeah. Yes, the they were at 23 yep, 21. That's, that's good. Yep. You're no, good I'm, at I'm math just seeing, today. I'm just looking at halftime. Yeah, this is amazing. There, Greater than and less than. I'm amazing with this. Pac-Man eats the bigger food. Subtraction. Addition's tricky friend. Uh, Redskins beat the Cardinals twenty to fifteen. Right. Rams uh, beat the Seahawks <laughs> forty-two to seven. Uh, that what? was a beatdown. What? <laughs> I I totally thought this game was going to go the other way in Seattle. Um, Andrew Whitworth uh, came into that game pretty nicked up. Uh, their right guard, I forget his name as well. Uh, um, he who's was the right guard. It's not Saffold's on the left side. Uh, it's some, it's some. like the one guy I don't know on that line. <laughs> Shoot. I think it begins with an H. Anyway, uh, he was nicked up going into the game as well. Uh, not, ha- not Haverstein, the tackle. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so so trouble on both sides of their offensive line. Um, I thought the Seahawks pass rush was just going to give Goff nightmares, but turns out they can just hand the ball to Todd Gurley yeah. and he can fix everything. <laughs> okay. Four touchdowns in one game like Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, that's so funny that Al Bundy thing because the first time he tells the story, uh, it's the one where he's guarding his trophy, and it was like a zero-zero tie or something. And he scored the he scored the touchdown to win it, and then later on, it's four touchdowns. I, well, he just said that he scored four touchdowns in one game at Polk High. I mean, oh, okay, yeah, I don't, I didn't. It didn't have to be the championship game. Uh, I did. I thought the Rams were going to win this game, but I thought it'd be way closer. Um, w- once I heard Wagner and Wright were out, I thought, yeah. oh, man, uh, the Rams, with Woods coming back, the Rams are just going to have too many options. Um, and it turns out they only needed one of those options, like Matt said. <laughs> Although with all those guys out, you do notice just how good Earl Thomas is. I mean, <laughs> him flying around, having to make every tackle. Like, and don't not, worry, guys. Goodness. I'm the secondary. Yeah, I've got it covered. And not getting called for two-faced just masks, a little bit of but help. that's another thing. Oh, hey. <laughs> and, you know, uh, kudos to the Seahawks for not – well, I guess maybe the Rams just ran up the score so much that the Seahawks didn't even care enough to do any cheap shots at the end. Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, that – Do they that cheap happened. shot in front of their home crowd, though? They only do that when they're in dirty Jacksonville. Oh, that maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> dirty Jacksonville, cheap shotty Seahawks. <laughs> we're, we're catering to one fan base on the show. <laughs> no, I mean look at look at what happened last week. That was there. There was no excuse for that play. Yeah, from especially yep. from a man of the year candidate. Yep. Speaking of dirty, Roger Goodell <laughs> uh, took away a win for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and because. Really, they want the Patriots to be the one seed so they can get the first sure. round by. It's a better narrative. I mean, yeah, Jesse James caught that ball. He was a runner. He extended it across the goal line, and then he came down. Man, it just wiggled a little bit. I, man. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, you mean the t- – okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah, the football. The football, Gotcha. John. I'm with you. Uh, so the Patriots end up winning 27-24 in – God, that was a wild game too. It, that what a what a fun final two minutes of that game, where Brady leads him down the field to get the touchdown, leaves a lot of time on the clock for Big Ben, the huge Juju Smith Schuster play, yep. where it looks like he's going out of bounds and he could just get pushed out, but they forgot to push him out, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just kept running. What a fun game that was, and I I really hope these two teams meet again in uh, the AFC Championship. And how healthy will Antonio Brown be? Yeah, that's that's the big news of that game, I suppose, that I buried. Uh, Antonio Brown partially torn calf muscle? Yeah, you might need that. Yeah, uh, so they're saying he's going to be out until the playoffs start. Mm -hmm. 
They're which, hoping. They and they're they're not locked into a bye, I they guess. They are not locked into a bye because Jacksonville has the game tiebreaker against oh, that's them. That's right. But they've got uh, the Browns. Who do they have next week? Because they've got the Browns week 17. We already did, mentioned. Uh, the Steelers have. Bengals? I don't think it's a tough schedule. I think they're going to win them both. Uh, Houston, at Houston. Okay. Yeah, so that and feels like you can win, pull off a couple wins without taxing yourself and without needing Antonio Brown. So Jacksonville has two away games, too, at San Francisco, which is which proven all of a to sudden now be a, a the, tough win. The I know. I Jimmy Garoppolo. I put San Francisco, I think, a little bit higher than each of you guys in my power rankings. And at week, Tennessee. So. so let's talk about San Francisco and Tennessee. Uh, they were the last game uh, of the Sunday afternoon games. Um, yeah, last second field goal, Jimmy G leads him downfield. He's so good. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so good. I was I was saying earlier, they were just masterful with the draft day duping of the Bears <laughs> to get them to like move up one spot and take Mitch Trubisky. The draft pick they got back was the pick that they sent to New England to get Jimmy Garoppolo. So they moved down one spot, still got the guy they wanted in the draft, and got Jimmy Garoppolo out of it. Yeah, that's unreal. Awesome. Should we should we not be as impressed that they're beating a Titans team that we we aren't that impressed with? He's had some easy matchups: Bears and Titans, and yeah, and I realize that. All right. But he hey. doesn't have anything around him though. I know, and, and he's and he's re- really rallying that team. Like the defense has kind of shown up. Mm-hmm. Marquise Goodwin's all right, but no one was right in Marquise Goodwin to the all-pro candidates list earlier in the year. I mean, there's no question he has the it factor for a quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he has it. So. By the way, that was a uh, um, signing by Lynch, too. Goodwin. Goodwin this was. This offseason. There we go. Yeah, the, John Lynch for, for taking just a, a pounding – when he was signed as a guy with no experience and everything else, uh, he's pretty much batting a thousand as so the uh, front office guy. Because the the Niners hired Lynch and Shanahan in tandem, kind of. They 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 did it like these these are a package. These are two guys. They're going to work together to build this franchise. And I wonder all these teams that are going to be looking for coaches really soon, like the Bengals and the Browns and the Giants. Uh, and a handful of other teams. I wonder how many of these teams are going to be going into this situation going, all right, well, let's, let's do this, this tandem thing and see how it works because not, not the Browns <laughs> already, they already have messed that God. up. But yeah, the other ones, I, I totally agree with you. I think that's, it, it's certainly working out well. I mean, in San it, Francisco. It, it, it's kind of the Seattle method. They hired Pete Carroll first and then they, uh, John Schneider hired him to work with Pete Carroll. So, right. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting the way that the Niners have uh really turned it around the rest of the season. I moved them way up my power rankings too. Do I have them higher than Fish? No, Fish no, is pretty high. Fish wants them in the playoffs right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh Cowboys 20 to 17 over the Raiders. I didn't watch this game. I was like you, grocery you know what? shopping. Neither did well, I guess uh, you could say I, the <laughs> Mostly cuz I was pissed off cuz I lost my fantasy semifinal matchup, so I was just like the Raiders Screw watched this. the first half. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they pretty much just d- didn't show up. And even the announcer was saying, do they realize that they're playing for their playoff lives? And then somebody got them the memo, and they showed up at the end. And unfortunately for Derek Carr, I mean, the could have won the game. Actually, 
probably could have just sent it to overtime by instead of trying to dive in from the three-yard line and fumbling out the back of the end zone. Oh, geez, it was another one of those. Yep. I didn't see this. I, I really am gro- I'm growing to dislike that rule. That It should yeah. be it's one such a brutal punishment. Changing. You know, you fumble that a yard back, it's their ball at the three or wherever he went out of bounds. Yeah. Now it's game over because – a field goal would have tied it, right? Wasn't they were they were within three at the time, and they were driving to win. Yeah, so unfortunately, fumble. For maybe it should just be a touchback for for yourself. You go back to the twenty, <laughs> reset it like that. Yeah, yeah. I, something other than than what it is. I don't know. So obviously, if you fumble and it goes out the end zone, you have fumbled the ball before the stripe. Right. Why, why can't it just go back to the stripe? Like, yeah, they, where right. you fumbled it. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in like the final Say couple it, of minutes of an NFL game, you the, can't advance yeah. a fumble. What if you had a play where you almost had a catch right at the goal line near the pylon and you fumbled it? Oh, I mean, would the world explode? Because you wouldn't know what the catch is. The, the line goes around the world. You weren't inside the no, pylon. No, the line doesn't go around it. the world anymore. Oh, they no, changed they that. changed it? Yeah. They ended the line? The line goes oh, pylon to pylon now. That's I'm sorry. so wrong. Yeah, Ooh. I liked it better when the line I'd... went around the world, too. Yep. That's no fun. <laughs> All right, scratch that idea. And it would have been way cooler if they had actually painted all the lines around the world for every end zone. Oh, if you had we, the yellow line. Yeah, you could just you you'd just be walking down right and be like here. be like oh, what is this? This is the What is this? This is the soldier field. <laughs> <laughs> line gone around the world. What? Crazy. All right, let's get to our power rankings. Um I didn't move the Patriots from 1. You guys didn't either. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't move the Vikings from 2. But Tuvi, I moved them from 4 to 3. Tuvi has the Eagles at two still. And the Eagles prove they can win with Nick Foles, even okay. though it was the Giants. So I, I still have to, still have to tip the cap to him. I, I certainly don't fear as a Vikings fan. I don't fear going into Philly nearly, nearly as, as much, much as, yeah. as I did when it That's was Carson Wentz. Nick Foles in the playoffs with pressure on the line, especially even if it gets cold. Uh, that's where I think the difference happens. Uh, so Fish and I still have the Vikings at two, so they win two to three. Uh, Fish and I each have the Steelers at three as well, which I don't think we can argue that much. Did you move the Steelers down, Tubi? Yeah, I think I had – did I have Patriots-Steelers? I don't remember. Well, luckily, well, we, we have could, this yeah. little tab here. Well, yeah, you had Patriots, Eagles, Steelers, Vikings. Yeah. So you move the Vikings ahead of the Steelers. Well, in Antonio Brown, that's that's a yeah, concern. That's, How good is that team going to be without Antonio Brown? That's true. I can hear that argument, mm-hmm. but maybe they have a healthy Antonio Brown or a mostly healthy Antonio Brown coming back playoff tape, time. Tape it up and play. Just tape that up. It's just a torn calf. Tis but a flesh wound. Yeah. So our top four hasn't really changed. Um, you guys each moved the Rams up quite a bit uh, based on the statement game. I still think the Saints are better. I like that they did it on the road. Yeah. Yep. N- not just Seattle, just the But you had some but you the were the guy who thought uh, oh Bobby Wagner's out so this is easy sledding for the Rams. I thought it would be a close win for the Rams. Yeah, I, I, I was thought. picking the Rams also. I just thought that there would be enough left of the Seahawks plus the mystique to make that one a little more challenging and they impressed me by vanquishing lots of demons. Th- these next and, three can be in Seahawks. any order at all. 
Honestly. Uh, so Rams, you guys, Panthers. you guys each went Rams, Saints, Panthers. I went Saints, Panthers, Rams. So we all that. think the Saints are better than the Panthers, which that which yep. bore out by the Saints beating the Panthers twice this year. Huh. Funny how that works. Yeah. Um, wow. So I see some consistency. Our compote is Rams, Saints, Panthers right now. Jaguars at eight. I think that's fine. Yep. But Blake Bortles is coming on strong right now. Falcons at nine. Sure. We're all we're all there too. Where are we going to play that bowl? Because we're doing the college style bowl game. Is that one going to be? Do we play that one at? Uh, that feels like the an Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl. No, Cotton um, Bowl is a little uh, Sugar Bowl maybe. Isn't that Sugar Bowl in New Orleans? Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl maybe that's, that's it. Atlanta. Still, well, that's kind of a home. That's game. a that's a home game. That's got to be the like Tallahassee maybe where 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 Florida State plays the Tom Petty Bowl. He needs his own bowl. <laughs> He yeah. like he liked to smoke a few bowls. Well, hey, <laughs> the Tom Petty <laughs> smoke a bowl. Your sponsor <laughs> works for me. Uh, that's good times. Uh, so yeah, our uh, our eight nine game in our crazy. BCS playoff would be the Jaguars Falcons. That would be that would be a fun game. Uh, now it does get crazy. You're right, Tuvi. I move the Chiefs back up. up to ten. Because I think they finally figured out that it's it's Kareem Hunt's team. Let's hand him the ball. I have met eleven, and I I'm pretty much with you. Even if they didn't figure that, when they're on, they're on, and very tough to beat. And Darrell Rivas actually looked pretty decent this week. So if he can actually be okay as a factor, you know, I I'm with you. I, I put them up at eleven. I'm fine with the Chiefs because these next six, I you could throw them in a bag and and pick them out name by name and i'd be pretty comfortable i could i could defend whatever six you order you put them in i could i could defend it so our seven ten game would be chiefs panthers i think the panthers take that down yeah i think that would be a pretty easy yeah. panthers win yep um both tuvi and i have the cowboys at 11 zeke's moving, back moving he's moving him he's, up yep. zeke's back, back to that day yeah. yeah yep in the house he has half a shirt on <laughs> and he's practicing hard and has promised, like, I think he promised 200 yards. To Eric Dickerson. Yep, yeah. He did. And, uh, and, I'm and absolutely fine with that. I'm, I, with 200 right, yards? I want a little more. After Zeke was suspended, touchdowns. I kept – no, I mean with the Cowboys there. <laughs> after he was suspended, remember, I kept him high because I was saying when they get Zeke back and Zeke in the playoffs. But I don't know if – I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs, but I, I, I'm fine with them that high at 11. That's fine. All right. So uh, – the Cowboys would be playing the Saints in the six eleven game. Then we got to get Fish wants the Niners in. It's got. <laughs> it's going to be the Seahawks. So, so who, who, the whoever plays, whoever plays the. Don't the, you want to see the Seahawks Rams interdivisional game? What's the most interesting matchup? Five twelve <laughs> matchup we could make. The here. Battle of L.A. The Chargers Rams. Yeah, Chargers Rams. Probably the Chargers Rams. Did they play that at the Rose Bowl? Oh, you have to. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Why not? They they downgrade again. Find a <laughs> high school stadium. Well, the Chargers are already Notre playing Dame high, high school, school in L.A. I got a no, buddy. they played a soccer. That I, thing yeah. holds like twenty thousand. We yeah. need to get down to like five thousand people. I got a, I, I got it all lined up for us. I got a buddy that's an assistant coach at Notre Dame High School in L.A. So, oh, we'll there play we there. Go. There we <laughs> go. Toby set that up. Make some right calls. <laughs> so I had the Chargers at twelve. Tuvi has the Chargers at fourteen. Fish has them at thirteen. That's close enough. I think yeah. that's the next. You guys are hating on the Packers, and and again, everyone's happy because Aaron Rodgers doesn't get into the dance because he's still scary. Yeah, he's I, still frightens. Well, me. and and now it looks like Seattle and 
Green Bay are out. So maybe the this, two scariest quarterbacks in the whole thing yep. are are gone for it's, yeah for our Vikings. It's very possible. At least Tyrod. So and well, and Wentz too. <laughs> he was probably well, Wentz was he was scary. One of the top three scary quarterbacks. No, so Blake Bortles then is probably the scariest quarterback. So who's your bottom team now, John? At the very bottom. Yep. Well, it's got to be the Browns. Right? <laughs> Fish put the Titans. <laughs> nice. Not a way. You guys suck, even though you're two games over 500. <laughs> you're 8 and 6, but man, <laughs> you were terrible. The, <sighs> the team I punished quite a bit this week was uh, the Bengals and the Colts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they've given up. The Bengals have given up. Well, how, how would you feel like – I think they were talking about this on KFan this morning. How would you feel – Getting off the plane in Minnesota on Saturday, it's cold, it's it's gray, and then waking up on Sunday morning in your hotel room and seeing the tweets that, yep, Marvin Lewis has decided to quit at the end of the year. <laughs> so why why beat the rush? Yeah, let's. So now you're just like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> like, oh oh, and none of your linebackers are available for this game, and your number one draft pick isn't going to play. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, so we we all knocked the Seahawks um, and the Ravens out of our top twelve this week. The Ravens really didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, they beat the Browns as they should. Right now they're outside the playoffs, looking in, uh, but only Tennessee and Buffalo are in front of them. I still think the Ravens probably make the playoffs. I think they have the yeah. uh, out of the eight and six teams that are in the wild card spots: Tennessee, Buffalo, Baltimore. Baltimore is the best team out of those. Yep. And the Chargers are at seven and seven, and I still think the Chargers figure out a way to sneak into the playoffs too. I think that's what it's going to be: Chiefs, Chargers, and Ravens. I, I hope it's those guys because I like seeing the best teams in the playoffs. So the Titans will be playing for their lives against Jacksonville in Week Seventeen. Ouch! That's not a good scenario for them. Yeah. Now, I, now we have to try to. So I was thinking about this: December, New Year's Eve. Did we talk about this in the last podcast? I think we did. So New Year's Eve is now the final game of the or final games of the season. Yep. Do they even flex a game? Because nobody will be watching it. Everybody will be at New Year's parties. Yeah. I don't know. Well, let's so w- what's the best game that that could be flexed if 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 necessary? Is it Jaguars Titans? Niners Rams, but it won't have ramifications. Ramifications? Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles. Cowboys could be playing for a playoff spot. Yeah, uh, they're really well. Panthers, Panthers, Falcons, Falcons is be? probably the best one. Packers, Lions. That's for mathematically at least, least seeding. So, yeah, I wonder if they're even going to. F- I should probably look this up. If only there was a machine that could tell me information at the ready. Yeah, it's going to have to be unless the Raiders somehow are clinging to playoff life. Then Raiders, Chargers. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah. There's maybe four games that both teams will have something to play for. You know what I think the NFL should do because they they've they've gotten to the point where every week seventeen game is a division game. All the games in week seventeen are now division games. But I think they should take the one team, the number one team, and the number two team from the previous year, and they should always play in week seventeen. So whoever finishes one and two, I think it'll just make for a lot of good games just from the repeat standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think they just kind of randomly assign them, but I think it would be pretty cool if it was always one and two and they're always playing at the end of the year. 
would make a lot of Viking Packers uh, <laughs> Week 17 games. Yeah. According to uh, Peter King's column at the start of the season, there is a game that will be flexed into the yep. Sunday night. So Interesting. And then he ranked all 16 games based on the likelihood of whether they'd be the flex. He game. did it at the beginning at of the, the year? At the beginning of the year. What was his prediction? Let's, let's, Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, let's scroll down. That's probably it. Cowboys-Eagles. Cowboys-Eagles. Panthers-Falcons. Mm. Cardinals, oh, Seahawks. Oh, he ranked everyone. Yeah. Oh. Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos. Packers, Lions. <laughs> so he got the first two right, and then not so much after that. <laughs> Although, I mean, of the four, let's see where Jaguars-Titans was on that list. Anyone want to guess? Pretty low. Out of, six, <laughs> out of 16? S- s- six or seven. 11. Wow. Mm. Okay. Is Jags Colts fourth? It's Texans possible Colts. these teams will meet in a game where the winner gets to host the infamous Saturday afternoon wild card game, <laughs> but the stakes can't be much higher than that. Well, the Jaguars might be fooling him. So, uh, Chargers Rams will play in our, in our in our fictitious BCS at the five twelve. Okay. Um, winner of that game goes to the Eagles. Is that 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 would mean Rams at Eagles? Rams Eagles second round That'd rematch. Cowboys Nick Saints. Cowboys Saints would play the six eleven game. Winner of that would go to Pittsburgh. Saints That'd be a Steelers, fun game. Black battle of the black and golds. Yeah, and then it would be Panthers Chiefs. Winner of that facing the Vikings. So Panthers come to Minnesota. And then Jaguars Falcons. Winner of that going to either a Super New Bowl England. rematch or Jacksonville's Super shutdown D against are, Tom Brady. We are onto something with this. I think yes. we, are. we should decide the playoffs. Let's go out and get some sponsors. We got Tom Petty's sponsorship of that Jaguars Falcons game. <laughs> um, we probably shouldn't. We should probably just stop there before we start talking about any sort of Panthers sponsorship because mm-hmm. we could really get in trouble. So. <laughs> That's enough, that's enough of that talk. Some sort today. of law yes. firm, I'm guessing. <laughs> Do we cheat them and how? Law firm. Uh. All right, so our uh, power rankings were Patriots, number one, Vikings, Steelers, Eagles, Rams, Saints, Panthers, Jaguars, Falcons, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers. I kind of hate to see the Cowboys make the playoffs, but there's there's a pretty decent shot, I think, that they do. They get the Zeke. Yep, they get the Zeke back, and uh, Atlanta's got a couple of tough games coming up uh, at the end of the season here. Well, Detroit could surprise. Detroit could surprise, too. Uh-oh. Fish just put the 49ers <laughs> at number one. <laughs> How can the 49ers simultaneously be the best team and the Titans be the worst team? And it was a field goal win. Just How does that work out? Look at it next year, He's man. Just a winner. Has Jimmy Garoppolo lost a game? Garopp- next year, Garoppolo, Goodwin, Garcon. The, the killer G's. G unit. Start I making think so. t-shirts I think I saw right someone now. say the G, G spot. Uh oh, the G spot. And then yep. they'll draft Saquon Barkley and and he'll no, they change his a, name to Garkley. Isn't there a running back with the G? There's got to be a running back with the G. There's Garlos so many Hyde. Good running back. Darius Geis. Darius Geis. Darius done. Geis to the <laughs> done and done. Boom. <laughs> Darius Geis to the 49ers. All right. Uh, you guys are dorks. Thanks for joining <laughs> me though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll uh, see you again later this week on uh, the Explosive Output Podcast. And don't forget to uh, go play on Fanball. Do it. We got drafts going. Uh, I didn't do any drafts this last weekend because I had some vacation time. But I did a couple of personal uh, stuff. So I did a couple salary cap games. I I don't think think. that worked out for me either. So rough week. 
I was too involved in D.D. Westbrook. Yes, Me it was too. a bad week to be heavily invested in D.D. Westbrook. Yeah. I, I tried to get Tommy Bohannon in as many lineups as I could, but <laughs> just couldn't fit at that price. <laughs> just you know, just couldn't do it. It's nice having a fantasy guy like Scott Hansen at the desk uh, on the Red Zone channel because he's listing all these guys. He's like, who are these no-names that yeah, you, know, and, you and need this Mickens. guy to score? Yep, yeah, Jalen Mickens. And, uh. <laughs> just bizarre. All right, uh, J2V on Twitter, ScottFish24 on Twitter, at Explosive Output. See you again next time on uh, Explosive Output Podcast. There we go. There are two kinds of angry people, explosive and implosive. Explosive is the kind of individual that you see screaming at the cashier for not taking their coupons. Fanball Podcast Network.